Hey, welcome back to Female Founder World. It is Jasmine Garnsworthy here. I'm the host of the show and the creator of all things Female Founder World. We have a special bonus episode today with Michelle Cordero Grant. She was the founder of Lively. We did an episode with her a little while ago. And if you haven't listened to it, I really suggest just going back in the podcast feed and listening to that one first because she kind of sets the scene. It gives a lot of background around what she was able to build, the size of the business that she was able to build and why we wanted to talk to her about her second act, which is called Gorgy. In case you haven't heard that episode originally, Michelle sold her first business, Lively, which was a D2C lingerie brand back in 2019 for $105 million to Wacol. She recently stepped down from the company from her role as CEO to move on to new projects. And she is building this energy drink for women and it has beauty benefits, And she's basically trying to take this really male dominated industry and space and carve out a product and a little universe for women. It is so interesting to hear what she's taking and what she's ditching from what she did at Lively in this new business. And if you know Michelle's story, you know that One of the things that gets talked about a lot in the press is that when she first started Lively, she built in this referral program that was able to get the brand 133,000 email subscribers before they even launched, which is obviously a really big deal. But she talks about what they're doing now, what the referral program looks like now and how it's more focused on experiences and access and less on actual product, which I think is a really interesting, very 2022, 2023 way about thinking about like brand perks and referral programs. All right. This is a quick bonus episode, but I just wanted to get it in your ears as soon as possible because this launch is happening in real time right now. So you need to go and follow Get Gorgy, follow Michelle Cordero Grant. All of those links are in the show notes so that you can see this launch happening in real time and watch an absolute master do what she's absolutely best at and that is launching and scaling a company you are now entering female founder world with your host jasmine grindsworthy well welcome back to female founder world oh my gosh it's so good to see you i'm so glad to be back okay so we have already gone over everything you've built and done at lively and For people who haven't heard the original episode we did with you, they should go back and listen to it first because it'll set a lot of the background and add a lot of context to this conversation. But you already have one successful business under your belt and you are currently launching your second one, which is called Gorgy. Tell us about it. What are you building? Yeah. So, I mean, I never thought I would be in this industry, but here I am. I'm building a brand, a community where the vibe is making wellness fun. We consider ourselves uh, a brand with benefits, and now we're a beverage with benefits. And essentially what we see is a $18 billion industry, energy-specific, energy drinks, growing by a billion and a half this year alone, and dominated by a few players. Very male-dominated, very male-focused, very testosterone-driven um, yet consumed so much by women. And when I just started seeing these cans in women's hands everywhere I went, it all of a sudden created a fire in me where I was like, whoa, I could, I could really make this fun. I can make this beautiful. I can bring fashion, fitness, beauty, wellness, and fun all in one place. 
And where are you right now in the process of bringing this brand to the world? Yeah. So what started out as a concept in a mood board in August is now a full-fledged company. August? Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> We're in December. <laughs> what? what? I know. I know. I started, you know. You move quick. Yes. Yes. I started tinkering with different products in June was the first time I was in a lab and I started with powders and pills and found myself to drinks in August, came up with the name and the the vibe in the end of August, threw it up on TikTok right before Labor Day, went to a trade show in September, um, hired my first employee November 1st, fundraised, and now we're launching in whole somewhere in January. <laughs> ah. <laughs> okay. It sounds like you're having so much fun. It, you like, I'm just like watching you build this and watching it all on TikTok. Is it more fun the second time around? I'm having so much fun this time around. It's yeah. like, you know, I was just on our team touch base and we go through these one-on-ones. We talk about one thing we're proud of in our personal lives, one thing we're proud of in our, in our gorgy lives. And what I said is, this time I'm enjoying all of it and I'm so glass mm. half full. It's wild. Like this time with Lively, I was really worried about the things we weren't doing enough of, the things we were making mistakes on. All of it felt like all of the things I was leaving on the table, where this time I'm being so good to myself and hopefully to the team, where it's like, we're going to have mistakes. We don't know really how we're going to achieve next month's goals, but like, let's just laugh our way there. And the universe is like putting it all together. I see a thousand pieces that were thrown on a table and our job is just to sit down Indian style and just start putting them together. People that come over our shoulders and they're like, try this, try that. We're like, sweet, you must go now. Either sit Indian style and put them together or we'll talk to you in a few months. (laughs) (laughs) And you've, uh, you said that you raised money for, for, um, to, to get Gorgy off the ground. Talk me through that process. I'm guessing it's a lot easier the second time around as well. Yeah. You know, thankfully we have, you know, an exit under our, our belts here and, you know, some success. And I've also partnered with a serial entrepreneur from the beverage and snack space, a really awesome uh, guy named Jason Cohen. So like bringing in male mentors, I think is a narrative that we as women have to start sharing more and more is Mm. So men have a front row seat to a lot of industries that we currently don't even, you know, have a, a place in the room. But I found someone that is a total girl dad, like is so just, I don't know, just a really good human. Um, and I was like, wow, I'm being invited into a space where there's no other women, but I have a, a male mentor and a friend and a partner bringing me in full fledged. So, um, that helped as well. But raising capital the second time around, I knew what to ask for. Like I didn't know mm. the terms. I didn't know all the different things. And I'm so confident that raising money is all about the FOMO that you create and the energy that you're putting out there. And so this time around, it was like, you're invited. You said before that you'd made your first hire. How have you thought about building the team this time around? What was the first person that you wanted to bring in? Yeah. So the first, you know, the, actually the first human that interacted on this project with me was um, this amazing person, Erica, who 
intern for TikTok because for me, I really wanted to know if people cared about this conversation. And mm. last time it was in a conversation on Instagram, this time, seven years later, TikTok felt like the right place. So literally yep. threw it up there and Erica like knew her way through that space. And we found so much love, a hundred thousand likes in two weeks. After that, we're like, wow, we should definitely like keep going. And so my first full-time hire is this amazing human, Maddie Lieber, who has no experience in CPG, but has so much power and so much energy that I don't even think she realizes what a force she is. I met her in June in the Web3 space, met her in real life in September in LA, New York in October, and was like, whoa, you work for Google and MetaBrands. You want to work, I mean, sorry, Meta, Facebook. Do you want to work on a beverage? She's like, actually, yes. I was hoping (laughs) you would ask. I was like, what? And I think the hiring strategy this time is believers. Same as last. Yeah, I love that. I know that when you um, when you were getting lively off the ground, you had like a, a referral program that lots of people talk about when they talk about your business story and that worked really well. You were able to get, I think it was like a hundred and something thousand subscribers in like a few days, something crazy. How are you going about your launch now? How are you thinking about list building? Talk me through what, you, what you've learned and what's working this time. Yeah, I think this time around, like, look, do we want like lean to strike twice? Sure. Do we think it will? Maybe mm. not, but <laughs> maybe it will. Who knows? Let's put it out there. Um, but I think when we ask people, what do they want? They want access and they want experiences. And so what Gorgie is offering now is in our pre-launch access to disco parties, yacht days, and benefits from different brands, not just ours. We're being very Web3 about it in that in Web3, you lay out a playbook and you lay out, you know, your, your roadmap, but you can massage your way through it. And I think that's where we are with Gorgie today. It's like, we're going to have the best time ever. We already are. And now we're inviting people to the table, whether that's email, text, a po-op, a token, it's all there. So you're doing, I've, I've saw just like from what you guys are doing on Instagram and, um, and TikTok and like what's on the website now, it looks like you have a, like a referral program where people can, they refer people, they can get access to certain events. There's like something about a yacht party that I keep seeing. Talk to me about that. Yeah. I mean, I, um, had a really fun experience with Marie Claire where they put a bunch of founders and female leaders on a plane that was I saw this this is crazy LA and I when I went through that at that event I was like wow like what if I could create this for people that are out there and that's part of like the benefits of this brand and so what started out as a plane transitioned into a yacht because I was like well it's just easier to get on a boat (laughs) and (laughs) who doesn't like being on a yacht (laughs) so yeah to my network and um you know, investors and friends and so forth. And I'm like, is this possible? And they're like, this is more than possible. Now we just create the experience. And, and so that's what we're offering. We're giving, like I said, people want access. That's when I ask them, what is it? If there's anything that a brand can deliver, what is it? And they're like, we want to do what you guys are all doing. You're going to these events, you're mm. these experiences. And most importantly, 
you're meeting each other and creating learning, engagement, and energy to move forward and create. Okay. I need to get on this list for this yacht party. <laughs> so it's based on obviously a certain amount of referrals that um, that they're generating through the email list. I think it's really smart because I think you're spot on with this idea that people things now just seem so much more accessible than ever. Like there's ripoffs and duplicates of everything. You can have things shipped to your house in 24 hours, but the idea of access to cool people and amazing events, like this is, this is like the thing that's still being gatekept. Totally. I think experiences are now more valuable than ever. I think we were all stuck at home for so long. You can buy anything on the internet, right? But you the memories, the interactions, human connection, to me, that's what I see value in. Yeah, absolutely. I think you're spot on with that. And like, this is what we see with um, the in-person events that we're doing as well at Female Founder World. I just feel like there's something now that the events that we're doing in New York, because we've got such a strong community specifically here, like they're hitting registration capacity in hours. Like we cannot like keep up with the people wanting to, they've seen, you know, the big female founders of the 2017, 2018, 2019 kind of time going to these events and, and doing all of these things that were really reserved for like that influencer entrepreneur kind of person. And now that we're able to make it more accessible and bring people together in a more open kind of way, it's just blown up. Like people, people want that. They want to see each other in real life and have those connections and experiences. Yes. Even Erica from my team went to one of your events and she was like, Oh my God, this yes. girl, it was amazing. It's like, Oh, you know, she's they, great. They see you on Instagram. They, they're learning from you on social media. But then when they are actually there in real life, it's like no other. It's just like no other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay. So what else are you taking from your experience at Lively that you are thinking, I'm doing that again, or there's no way in hell I'm doing that again? Yeah. Like, what do you, what have you learned that you're implementing the second time around? You know, the thing about Lively that I learned and I'm having deja vu now is I saw Victoria's Secret. I saw 40% market share of $13 billion with double digit operating income. And clearly there was something about that playbook and that business structure that worked. But what was missing for me was the the marketing and the brand and the ethos of what they were delivering no longer felt relevant to me. Here I am again looking at Red Bull and all of these other energy drinks that still mm. dominate a $18 billion industry in the United States, but feel so dated and like irrelevant towards like what we want to be consuming, what can we want to be holding, what brand we want to be connected to. So in my mind, it's like, well, it's all there. We take the same business approach. Now we make a better product, a more relevant brand and more interesting experience and touch on the things that are missing. Victoria's Secret was created for women in a idea of what did men want to see for women? Like what did men think that women wanted, right? And that was achieving probably 5% of our lives with provocative bras and like corsets and all those amazing things, yep. right? Not irrelevant, but also not the majority of our life. Same thing with energy drinks, really addressing like hardcore performance fitness. But what about like Monday morning, 3 p.m., Saturday night as, you know, a replacement for alcohol or a mixer? What about just like, I don't know, it's the middle of the day and I have to get on a Zoom. I'd like a little bit of green tea with a mix of L-theanine and some biotin for skincare. Like everything that we've learned in beauty now applying to beverage 
everything I learned from working at Victoria's Secret that I applied to Lively, I'm doing here. I heard you say earlier on that you, you know, when you had the idea, you kind of like throw it up on TikTok and you were testing the engagement there. What else did you do to kind of test and validate this idea early on? Or how have you been, how have you been thinking about that? Because it sounds like you've obviously been really considered and thoughtful and understanding what the opportunity is here. Yeah. I mean, I was such a brand dork. Like I was doing Google surveys on my phone back in like April and May, because I had this idea that like, Ooh, wellness should live maybe in a new format of fun and like taste good. What do you guys want? And I was like, candy, powders, pills, drinks. Drinks kept going up to the top. Then it was like, well, what's the vibe, right? And so I created all sorts of different mood boards and I would text them around and share them with people. And then finally, when Gorgy kind of started coming together, I was like, whoa, more people are like responding to me. I see something happening. Mm. So it's just like, you feel a vibe, put it out there. And then all of a sudden you can start to feel the energy consuming around it. Not enough. The next step was I went to a trade show and this was super hacky, but something I'm actually proud of now that I think back is in September, all we had was, you know, a brand vibe and some liquid samples in glass jars. We sell our drink in a can. However, I found, um, an amazing intern and now like a you know, she was a family friend of mine. And I was like, Gab, you know, do you want to host a happy hour in Philly and like a gorgy happy hour? And she's like, yeah, definitely. She's like the Philly girls, the gorgy girls of Philly put together a 20 person happy hour. And when I got there, it's like, they cared so much. There was postcards and stickers. And these girls were so excited about this brand still didn't exist. And we had some samples, but like, it's like the humans brought it to life. They gave me so much confidence that there was a trade show going on in Philadelphia called Expo East. I scored a press pass because I literally had no ticket to this, but I met someone the night before that was in the press. I was like, can you get me a press pass so I can go to the trade show tomorrow? (laughs) And they were like, yes. I filled my modern picnic bag, which is a handbag that's actually a cooler with samples. I have one. I love it. Walked around the trade show, passed around shots of Gorgie and people loved it. The whole point of this story is you got to go where the consumers are. And in beverage, it's the vendors and the salespeople. And it's also the demo of college girls, smart, young, professional women. One girl is studying to be an ER doctor on the field. Like, how cool is that? Right? Loves Gorgie. So yeah, you just have to be so shame. Like, there's just no shame in it. You're just super humble and you want to know what people think. That's it. How are you thinking about distribution this time around? Are you, is it still, you know, D to C first or is retail partnerships, you know, much more of a player this time? Yeah. I think with, with a drink, you need as many people to try it and efficacy is key. And so like D to C for sure is a great first date, but you also need to be where the emotional and the spontaneous purchase will happen which could be in your natural food store, in a convenience store, et cetera. So distribution is very important. Not something I know a lot about. I also believe there's a lot of hurry up and wait places for women. We run to a dermatologist. We run to a hair salon. We run to get a facial and then we wait. Mm. And so, you know, my utopian vibe is like, let's figure out a hurry up and wait distribution system. If anyone's got ideas, DM. That's really smart. (laughs) That's really smart. 
Um, yeah, let me think. That's a that's an interesting one. Last time we spoke to you, I asked for a resource at the end of the show and I wanted to ask you again just to see if your answer is, you know, if you've got anything different, anything new that's kind of been helping you this time around as you've been building the business that you think other people who want to do what you're doing. And I, I love how like big you think, you know, you're not, you're like, you're just going for it and how quickly you've acted and how, how just like quickly and high impact this launch has been. And I want to know if there are any resources you think folks should check out to help them do the same kind of thing. Yeah. Look, your brand's only as big as you make it to seem in the beginning. Right. So like number one, Swag people like you printing, you can get a cooler and stickers and postcards and like all sorts of things. And now you've arrived. Right. And so like, put it out there, like physically is my number one piece of advice. Because like I said, Gorgie didn't have a can until about a week ago, but it had swag in September. <laughs> mm. Number two resource um, is Geneva. Like the community that you've created on Geneva Jasmine has been like complete inspiration for me. And there's so many other communities on Geneva, but like you have to get the motivation and confidence, even for someone like me, who's created a brand joining your community, like got me back out there. I love that. Thank you so much. And honestly, like, I, I feel like I emailed you a few days ago and I was like, people need to know what you're doing in this new brand and they need to learn from you. We got so much from the first conversation. Can we chat? And you're always so open and ready to share what you've learned. And so thank you so much for the time again today. Anytime, anytime. Thank you. Thanks for tuning into that episode of Female Founder World. I love chatting to Michelle. Every time I speak to her, I just walk away with new ideas and I just feel like you know what she was saying about getting your brand like physically out in the world before you have a product is so smart why don't we have more female founder world merch we really should get onto that if you did love it take a screenshot share it to your instagram stories tag at female founder world and at jasmine garnsworthy i'll repost it i will say thank you and you will make my day all right i'll chat with you guys soon bye